0: Oldwood Limited has been Reclaimed America for over 26 years. Manufacturing high quality, made-in-the-USA, antique reclaimed, and custom wide plank flooring has been our passion for over a quarter century. We have and continue to expand our range of products to include select and prime white oak, rift and quartered white oak, as well as other trending types. All processes of our manufacturing continue to take place in Magnolia, Ohio. Please contact us for all of your solid, engineered, pre-finished and unfinished flooring needs and let us show you the value in working with us as your manufacturer of choice. With lower lead times, higher on-hand inventory, and exceptional customer service, we will make a difference. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wood Talk, an NWFA podcast. I'm Brett Miller, your host. Uh, joined today with new regional instructor, but someone that I've known for quite a while in the industry, Willie Short. Welcome, Willie.
1: Great, Brad. Thanks, uh, thanks for having
0: me. Oh, absolutely. Willie, I know you're a contractor out of uh, Baton Rouge area, Louisiana. Uh, contracting business, Willie James, Quality Flooring. Four years ago or so, you earned your inspector certification. Yes, uh, that's correct. That's awesome. Coastal inspections. So I can't imagine imagine uh, you see some pretty unique inspection scenarios in your part of the country.
1: Yes. yeah, we do. Um you know, fortunately, my my region it's uh it, it's humidity. You know, and we know that we 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 have humidity around the clock. And uh, some of these other areas that are, you know, hot, cold, hot, cold, cold, hot. And uh, so ours is just a uh, it's nonstop humid. So it makes it a little bit easier. However, regulations still need to be followed and looked at. And because they're not, we have a inspection business
0: yeah exactly <laughs> so we'll uh, introduce yourself talk a little bit about your background in this industry
1: all right uh yeah i'm 43 years old i've been doing flooring for hardwood flooring for uh 20 plus years i started back in 98 working for my uh my buddy's stepfather and uh, you know he threw me on the edger and you know we just took it from there and over the years we kept working and um, the year my son was born, 18 years ago, I I, I started my own operation and never looked back. we have just been going on and on, uh, you know, just for many years was just living uh, week to week, job to job, check to check. In uh, 2015, I did my first class here at headquarters. Uh, that was a bonus sand and finish beginner class. I drew a new passion. I had to get more knowledge. I had to dig deeper to, to what I was doing. If I was going to look at this as a business and not a job, I gained another family here at NWFA. Uh, met people from across the country and the world. Uh, it's brought me across the country and into Germany. So we, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a fun ride. And, uh, I'm really, uh, really excited for the next chapter to see where we're going.
0: It's 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 so cool to hear stories like that about you know just where the industry's taking you what the industry what our industry just wood floor would think of it just wood floors yeah it's not just wood floors it is a community
1: oh yes it's big
0: talk a little bit if you can about you know about your uh, your area what you do in Baton Rouge it's it's opposite complete opposite from from the flooring industry that I was raised in and know which is. High desert, dry climates. Right. Um, from an installation perspective, from an inspection perspective.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, we do uh, we do some nail downs, uh, mostly glue down. I'd probably say sixty five to seventy percent glue down on slab. You know, so we have we have a lot of concrete prep that we look at from the inspection side of things. I see that's a that's a a phase that's quickly overlooked uh, the prep work. But we do a lot of prep, gluing down. We, you know, the moisture testing is so huge. Um, and, and I'm grateful to have good relationships with the, uh, manufacturers. Well, I have a question on a machine or, 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 or something I'm using, you know, it's, uh, I can call them right up. Their number's in my phone and, uh, just personal relationships. But we go on from, you know, installation. Uh, sand and refinish and all hardwood floors. Uh, I'm not in retail. We're just a labor business, a uh, two crew operation. And, uh, my guys, you know, they stay busy. Uh, if they busy, they're happy. And if they're happy, I'm happier. So, uh, that's, that's right. kind of how we look at it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very, very blessed, grateful fella to, to have the crew that we have. Yes. So your
0: crews, uh, are they all install and sand and finish or? Do you have specialty crews?
1: Well, I've got my install crew and then uh, my sand and finish crew. They're they're rock stars. That's good. Yes, that's so, so
0: important. I mean, just just to have that team where you know you can step away, you come out for a school or a meeting and or expo, and you know business is still happening. You don't have anything to worry about. Absolutely Other than the normal stuff. Absolutely. Nice. So you said sixty sixty five percent of your floor work is over slab. Correct. What's uh. What's the biggest issue you see with failures over slab from the inspection side of the world? When you see a failure, what's the biggest issue you're seeing that's that's causing the failure?
1: Lack of floor prep. Um, you know, guys, not uh, not grinding down humps, doing the proper leveling. Um, you know, uh, trial selection, using the wrong trial for the glues. Um, that's huge. That's something that's so simply overlooked. Um, guys, that's not grinding, you know, paint and drywall mud off the slab. Um, you know, no manufacturer is going to warranty anything if it's not done correctly from the very beginning. Um, and, and that's, a, that's an issue that we're having, uh, well, that, I, that I'm seeing from other, other crews. Um, and not just in my area. I look at guys on Facebook, you know, very proud of their work, and I'm looking as they somebody spreading glue, and you see drywall dust, and I'm like, man, you know, these guys yeah. need to come come up here and take a class. So, uh, you know, it, it'll it's it's a it's a small investment that can save them thousands in the in the end, you know. No kidding. But um, I
0: mean, that's one of those things that. Glue. I mean, the, the adhesives that we deal with today are awesome. There's some great adhesives that'll just about stick to anything. The old school adhesives did stick to just about anything. Right. But if that slab's not prepped properly, it doesn't matter how good the adhesive is. It's not going to do what it's supposed to do. No, absolutely. Um, and you mentioned trowels. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 fortunately, uh, our adhesive manufacturers have have really taken on ownership of, in, of Doing everything they can, anyways, of putting the right trowel in the the purchaser of their products' hands. Whether it's those clip-on attachments or even just sending out the right trowel, but even more so, just showing a picture on the back of the bucket. This is the notch size you need. This is the type you need for the type of flooring you're putting in.
1: Yes, the manufacturers, uh, the the ones that I'm dealing with, and uh, you know they're they're doing everything they can. Uh, like you said, the pictures a supply and trial, you know, clip-ons. They have videos. They, I've, I've had them come out to job sites and and visit. Um, so they'll come out to sites. They want to make sure that their product does not fail, and they want to educate the installers to, uh, to make sure that, uh, their their jobs a success. If their jobs a success, everybody's everybody's happy. Sure, you know, and it goes from from the installer, the manufacturer, the retailer, and the client, which right. is most important. Right. Um, and so manufacturers are doing everything that they possibly can. Uh, it, but it does it, it requires the installer reaching out and uh and and giving them a call.
0: Yeah, and like you said, most of our manufacturers have great technical support that are a phone call away. If I don't answer, they're usually back in touch right away. Absolutely.
1: Most of them are, you know, I'd, I don't have the statistics, but I'd probably say 90% of them are old floor guys that, uh, that, right. that you know, like to tell their old war stories of being on their knees, you know, grinding away on the floor. So uh, they, they'd love to talk to us.
0: Yeah. You know? And, and quite often miss being back out in the field and looking for an excuse to go help out. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. The other... 40 percent of the floors you do being over wood subfloors. What, uh, and I don't know if you are part of the country. I know, I know, Houston market. Um, I don't know if it reaches over to Baton Rouge, but the tar and screed system. Do you see a whole lot of that, or is that more exclusive to that Houston?
1: No, we we do a lot of the tar uh, tar and well, we we don't stick down into hot tar. We tar felt visqueen, then put the screeds down. Okay, and, and then then that's what we've done for many years and that's a system that I, I haven't uh haven't abandoned because it hasn't abandoned me works and it worked that, that's a system that we my operation does and, and and the operations that i'm close to for you know 20 plus years we still all use that same system hmm. on uh when we're building the subfloor on slab the other jobs we do is you know peer and beam homes and oh, yeah. uh you know we have crawl space and where we're at is you know high humid levels and you know, these old houses, these antebellum homes, and just this, this historic places that we do work in, you know, they've gone through decades, centuries, some of them. We've done jobs from the 1800s, um, you know, buildings from the 1800s. And, you know, they started off with attic fans, and then they upgraded to— uh, windy units, and now they upgrade to the HVAC system, which is it's it's sucking and not blowing. And is what's happening is it's is pulling moisture from below in the crawl space. And a uh, uh, climate controlled or conditioned crawl space is very important It's a, to, to have it covered. What's happening is, long story short, is your moisture is coming from the soil, it's sitting in those, those floor joist cavities underneath your home. And your your subfloor and your flooring is acting as an air filter for this moisture, and before you know it, you have uh, a, a rotted system. Your floor joists, your subfloor is rotted. Your, your floor, your, your hardwood is, is cupped. It's buckling. It's a complete nightmare. Upon, you know, and then you have you know insect infestation. Hmm. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. so it, it, we we uh, we will not touch a job that is not properly controlled underneath it's just not worth the liability
0: what do you define control down in your area i know you know in our guidelines we talk about what building code states as classifications for a a crawl space system um, as being you know open enclosed enclosed and conditioned right Um, talk about an ideal crawl space situation where will you install confidently
1: the only one that i the only Process that I've found where I'm comfortable with is a closed cell spray foam. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do not have a, a person that I, I, that I refer to on these jobs. I'm, I'm very cautious on my referrals, you know. But a closed cell spray foam is the only way that has not failed us. We like doing the visqueen. We like putting air movers underneath the houses. You know, I, I used to tell people, you know, clients, you know, have it, you know, during the summer months because that's the hottest months to have air movement. I quit doing that and I just said keep it running year round because, you know, Friday it's cold. Saturday, you know, we're in shorts and and tank tops. You know, uh, it's just, you know, it's Louisiana. So I just, we just keep the air moving year round if they can have air movers in there. Yeah. You know,
0: definitely. Um, That spray foam that's in closed cell, or I'm sorry, closed cell spray foam insulation is, it really is. There was some controversy with it. I remember I was at the builder show during a, a, a few years ago in a technical meeting. They were talking about this closed cell spray foam insulation that was being used underside of Joyce and up in attics and all over the place. And it changes, you know, you mentioned changing of the HVAC system and how people cool and maintain their houses that we've seen decade to decade um, and how much that changes. But the insulation side of it and the moisture control systems, you know, we, we talk about the proper moisture control system to use under a wood floor, over a slab, over a wood subfloor to help minimize moisture migrating into our wood floor from, from what's below. But that entire house is built around that moisture control science. Right. Whether the walls, the ceilings, the attics, the subfloors, the crawl spaces – what I've been told and I know the uh, the subfloor industry wood subfloor industry had some concerns with the spray foam insulation for a while because of when it was being applied and the potential moisture that was introduced to that subfloor system as it was applied um, once it seals everything off from below it's got one way to go and that's up and correct. into the home correct they're only and this is where I think it really made sense to everybody the building community and everybody once it's Enclosed once you have this closed cell spray foam insulation on the underside of those joists, you've got to give that home proper time to, to breathe yes. and let that subfloor dry out to a point where you put your wood floor on and it's locked in. Absolutely. And you've just done everything you need to do to stop that moisture from getting in. Yes.
1: So a, an installation or excuse me, insulation tech will do all the moisture testing from below to make sure that it's at a good rate where they can spray. And then once that, once they do their spraying, I'll go in there and I'll do moisture testing on the subfloor to see where it's at. And then I'll revisit it a week, two weeks, whatever, whatever the, the moisture levels at. And I'll just kind of, that's when I'll look at it. And then once it's ready, it's, it's, it's we're reclimatizing the home. Yeah. And, you know, because once we have, it, we have standards that we have to go by, uh, per our certifications, uh, uh, you know, that, that we have to have. And, uh, once it's ready. It's ready. It's rock and roll time. But until then, it, we're, we're waiting. And, you know, it's very important that we educate our clients ahead of time so they don't have unrealistic timeline expectations from us. Right. You know, and that's, that's when, when I do my, when I meet with someone, most of our, our, our clients are word of mouth. Um, so they, they know my reputation and, and who I am, um, back home as far as my, my profession. And so they expect, me to be upfront, honest and say, hey, look, it's going to take a month before this place is going to get ready, you know, or it may take two weeks. We don't know, but we're going to have data recorded and on every paperwork that I give them, I have that data there. That way, everything's transparent. If there is a failure somewhere, we can go back, we can revisit and say, okay, here's your, t- your, your moisture readings now, but at the date of install, pull your paperwork out and it's all there. And that way, they they feel better about it, you know. Yeah. They 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 feel much better about who they're hiring to do their job. It's awesome.
0: No, that's and that's that's the key. That's that education up front, making sure the homeowner understands. One thing, if you understand, right. But once you leave, that floor mm-hmm. is theirs. Yeah. they change something. That's it. For example, they throw an air conditioning unit in, and they always had a, a an attic fan. There's going to be some changes in that environment. That floor Absolutely. is going to be the the barometer yes
1: and you know another the, the great thing is to being able to educate them on the front side and not after there's a failure
0: yeah. because
1: then it looks like we're just trying to crawfish
0: exactly so yeah exactly. it's very
1: important to be you know on the front end of of, of educating
0: yeah so just trying to crawfish that must be a baton rouge phrase <laughs> yeah yeah sorry <laughs> That's all right. i love it um Talk a little bit about some of the stuff, you know, your uh, your hobbies, your habits, your family. I mean, you shared with me a couple pictures last night. I know you do some uh, you collection of some antique cars. You have a, yes. an Impala and a C10 pickup.
1: Yeah, I've got a 69 Impala. I've got a 70 C10. I mean, you know, my classic cars, my hot rods, it's, it's, uh, it's a good passion of mine. I don't know how many more I can get without my wife uh, <laughs> threatening my life, but uh I had to expand my shop and put a car lift in it for for this other one. But That's uh awesome. it's a it's it's a fun passion that I have. Um I enjoy it with the, my wife. I enjoy it with the kids. You know, my kid, my 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 younger son, who's uh who, who's a car fanatic, you know, he told me after I bought this Impala last month, he says, uh Dad, if you fix the brake noise on this, I'll marry this car. I love it. You know, <laughs> so awesome. Made me know I was doing something right, or it, it made me feel I was doing something right. But yeah, so my cars are a, a big passion of mine. Uh, besides that, I mean, I enjoy doing sports with my kids. I've got three amazing kids, and uh, one of them just graduated high school last year, and he's working. on He joined our team, and uh, so it, it's been a it's been a fun uh, fun beginning with him. But, uh, you know, my, my bride, she holds things down back home when I do this traveling and stuff. And it's, 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 it's amazing, you know, but we do the sports, you know, I got in the box, back in the box and I grew up doing that. So that's been, a, that's been a, a fun, fun thing to take on, you know, uh, it reminds me how, uh, you know, it is important to do our stretching and stuff because <laughs> at, right. at 43, I'm starting to feel like I'm 63. And yeah, you know, so I've got to, I've got to tighten up some things, but, uh, you know, we're having fun,
0: you know, good. Yeah, we're living well, our best life. Getting back into boxing at forty three, you you don't recoup the same way you did back when. No, not at we all. Were younger, not at all. <laughs> you you shared a picture after your last. Uh, you won the championship, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I went to Houston and uh, did a tournament out there and uh, come back with a with a belt. That's
0: that's so cool. That picture you shared with your kids holding the belt and your yeah. black eye. Yeah, <laughs> that was,
1: that was good. Yeah. yeah, we good. get a little bruised up, black eye, busted nose. Yeah, uh, sure you know we get back on the grind after that so we got to <laughs> do what we got to do
0: nice oh well, willie i really appreciate it it's uh, it's it's a joy to have you with the on the regional instructor team i mean it's just as as regional instructors we just i mean everybody is so passionate to give back and share and that's you know to have to have uh, teammates on that are just as passionate and want to get out there and and teach and share and and give back that's what yeah. it's about
1: and I tell you what, it's just, you know, I'm just a little floor guy. Uh, as, like you said, passionate about my work and I want to do anything I can to help out. Uh, you know, the flooring business has been good to me. Uh, it's been, it's been great to my family. It's taken us places that we've never thought could happen. And, uh, you know, I want to share that experience, you know, um, with, with, with other people, other installers and flooring contractors to make sure that they can live their best life that they can possibly live. Um, you know, it, it 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 starts with a good foundation, um, and 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 locking arms with a with an organization that 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 can educate them and that can support them, um, and and to to help them grow. And that's that's where I've found myself in the last, well, eight years now, going on eight years. So it's it's, it's been fun, and it's right now it's just beginning.
0: That's awesome. Yes, sir. Willie, thanks again. Thanks for joining. We'll look forward to Expo and all the schools coming up. I can't wait for Expo. Expo yeah. in Milwaukee. It's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, we're we'll
1: gonna be at one. the Harley Museum. We're doing some stuff. huh? We
0: are. Yeah the uh, the opening party is gonna be at the Harley Museum. Oh man, I wonder how my wife would
1: like coming home with a Harley.
0: Bostick is giving away a Harley at the show, so yeah, definitely everybody's gonna have to sign up. I'm to figure out if they're gonna allow me to sign up for the drawing. Well,
1: I'm <laughs> see if I can figure up put my name in there a couple times. Definitely. <laughs>
0: Thanks again, Willie. Okay, Brett, thank you. All right.